This is the Jaguars Broadcast Week in Review Podcast presented by TIAA Bank. I'm J.P. Shadrick with the best of the week from Jaguars Radio, Jaguars.com, and our social channels, Jaguars Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. It's Friday, August 4th. The players are off today, but there is plenty to review from the last week of practice, including the first two padded practices of training camp at the Miller Electric Center. Let's begin with the expectations from the outside. CBS Sports senior writer Pete Prisco visited camp for two days this week. He picked Trevor Lawrence as his MVP for the 2023 season, and he has high hopes for the Jaguars. 12-win team? It should be. If they don't... Let's put it this way. In my mind, if they don't win 12 wins, it's a fail. A fail? Fail. That means they're in the playoffs, though. Correct. Still. If they win 11? If, well, maybe 11 gets you in, but I think they want – they got to – It's a fail at 11? You got to seek higher ground. This is a number one seed. This team needs to be playing, getting the bye and playing with the number one seed. And I think it's it, there's possible. The schedule's favorable. Kansas City in week two is a bonus for you. Buffalo in London is a bonus for you. You normally wouldn't get those. Those are, those are games that you have to find a way to win. And if you find a way to win those games with the way the rest of the schedule is, I think you're going to end up with the number one team. Now, there's always this, though. They learned how to win last year. They learned how to win close games. Yes. They learned how to win playoff game. They learned how to win big games. Some of these teams, like everybody's anointing the Jets already, they haven't learned how to do it yet. So that's a big advantage for them. But now comes the tough part, is keeping the edge to do that again. And I think it's sustainable because of the quarterback. Whenever you have that guy, it's sustainable. The full conversation now on the official Jaguars Podcast Network or Jaguars YouTube. And Jaguars Happy Hour Monday radio debuts for the season this coming Monday, August 7th. Tony Baselli and I will be in studio and Pete will contribute from Green Bay Packers camp. It's a 4 p.m. start on 1010XL AM, Jaguars.com, and Jaguars YouTube. Now to the wide receiver room. The first week of camp, Calvin Ridley was the buzz, of course. And then word came this week that he had some foot soreness, but it was because of a cleat issue, and after a change in cleats, he was back to normal. The day he changed cleats, though, on Wednesday, at least four drops. The process continues for Ridley to get back to form after missing nearly two full seasons. But don't call him rusty. When you were coming back after the, the layoff, where you yourself would be rusty or be something that would take you a while to get back to? Everybody wants me to be rusty, right? <laughs> Why? Why you want me to be rusty? I could play football. Oh, I, I could play football. I mean, I, uh, no, no, I'm never going to think I'm going to be rusty. No. If I drop a pass, that's not mean I'm rusty. I just dropped it. I was so wet yesterday, I, I couldn't, couldn't keep it on my body. And a player like me, I'm never gonna think it's rust. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. Uh, it's training camp. What day? What a day is it? Eight. Pretty sore today. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, I'm not rusty. Um, and yesterday, I look at that. I, I I did so much good. And yesterday, I did so much good. And it was some bad. You know, there's gonna be some good and bad. And I look at it as, as a win. You know, I'm out here and it's training camp. Like I said, um, I got to get through this. Uh, like that's what I'm doing. I know how hard training camp is, and this is probably one of the hardest training camps I've ever been in. So I know that uh, I got to continue to work to get better to be dominant for come day game one. So what are your legitimate or what are your expectations for yourself? Help this team win, move the ball. That's really, you know, I know the type of player I am. I know what I could do. I told y'all when I first got here. I mean, what you know, what type of player I am. <laughs> but you know, I'm here to help the team win. You know, obviously we have a 
really good team, and I think we could be a great team. And um, I just, you know, I want, I'm here to help the team win and last use my skills to help them. Sorry, last week you said I am him. <laughs> Was there something that you did or something, some point where you said, okay, I'm, I'm who I am, you know, no, I'm that I, guy. No, I'm like, I'm a good, I'm a good receiver. I'm one of the better receivers in the league. That's what I've been saying since I was a rookie. And uh, I noticed that right away when I got into the league. Not to, you know, keep, I'm trying to be humble, but, you know, everyone has doubted me. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to fight back respectfully at the same time because I'm not into the media. I'm not into, you know, all the getting into it, but I'm just trying to show I got respect for myself and I'm, I work hard. You know, I'm not going to say I'm going to come back rusty or anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to play good for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wide receiver Christian Kirk met the media this week as well, and there are expectations for growth for this Jaguars offense. Coach Peterson has said that he could see you guys adding seven more points a game, going from 24 to 31. That would lead the league. Is is that what is that how good you think that you guys can be on offense? Most definitely, and I, I think that's the goal. Um, you know, we step on this field to be the best offense in the league, and that's our mindset. Uh, but I think it starts, you know, with our red zone, you know, attack being more efficient in the red zone and making the most of those opportunities. And I know that's a big emphasis for us is being better in the red zone and putting the ball in the end zone. So, you know, when we get down there and we have our days during camp where we're competing in the red zone, uh, guys are extra locked in because, you know, we need to do that, um, you know, at a higher level this year. Starting faster also pretty high on the list. 100 uh, percent. You know, we can't come out slow like we did. Uh, it's fun having some comebacks, but it gets exhausting after a while. So, you know, we want to make sure that we come out, start fast. You know, when we get up, we keep our foot on the pedal and, uh, you know, just make sure that we're applying the pressure, you know, for all four quarters. What's something that you have or you know or this offense can do in year two that you couldn't or didn't last year? For me? Yeah. You know, I, you know, I think it's just familiarity and also making everything look the same. Uh, and I kind of talked about this last year and it's something that a great job that Press does is, you know, he makes everything look the same. You know, we're able to get in bunch formations and, and kind of diversify formationally and personnel wise, but you know, a formation that we've ran 10 passes out of, you know, we can run the ball efficiently out of it. And same thing for me, you know, my routes, you know, I have a Rolodex of routes that we like getting to, especially on third downs and whatnots. And it's all about trying to make them look the same. So you don't, you know, develop any tendencies and the defense are able, aren't able to pick up on that. So I think as an offense and for me as a whole, it's just, you know, finding familiarity and making everything look the same. So the defenses can't pick up on any keys. What does adding a guy like Ridley do for you and the other receivers? It does a lot. Um, you know, he's been great. Uh, just his intensity, uh, how he's approached every day, you know, the extra effort and time that he puts into his craft and taking care of his body. And uh, you know everybody's seen it, the way he approaches practice and the way he competes. So it just brings up the level of competition in our room and our standard. Um, you know, if you're coming out here and you know you're maybe a little sore, maybe a little tired, and you got a guy like that out there running full speed and you know performing at a high level, it naturally brings everybody you know up. So the fact that we're able to have guys you know like him, like Zay, like Jamal that approach the, the the game the way they do and perform the way they do, it helps everybody up. I visited one on one with wide receivers coach Chad Hall, who gave us an idea of what Zay Jones and Kirk could be entering their second season with the team. Big time. We, we ask him to do everything. He, you know, he's kind of like our Swiss Army knife. He inside, outside, block, and whatever we need, he's, you know, in between the whistles, he probably works harder than anyone I've ever been around. He's just, every single play, he's going to give give the team all he's got, whether it's a run play, pass play, whatever it is. And he looks great. Yeah, he's, he's bigger, faster, stronger. 
Christian Kirk could have more of an inside feel most of the year. I mean, he can move around. He was smart enough and, and good enough to do that last year. But considering the addition, uh, that could be a good thing for Christian. How strong of a slot receiver is he compared in the league? You know, where does he stand for you? You know, that's like one of the first things you notice on tape is his play strength. You know, a, a, a guy will be on him, a DB will be on him, and he can separate at the top just with his, his strength. He's got great lower body strength, great upper body strength. He's very, very top-end fast, like almost deceptive, like he can go. Um, so there's a lot to cover with him. I mean, you got to cover the first five routes because of his quickness, but he can take you over the top and we can he can get behind the defense. So, um, yeah, we're going to move him around as well. I mean, all three of those guys are going to play all three spots. Kind of like Chad Hall back in his playing days, right? <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> That's right. All right, so let's get to a rookie now, Parker Washington. You know, there's an idea, at least at the first, the three guys we talked about, uh, Jamal Agnew, Okay, so who else is making this roster? Parker's a draft pick. What have you seen out of him so far at the wide receiver spot? He's been great. He's consistently getting better every day. You know, you got to learn the speed of the NFL. It's it's tough at the wide receiver position going from college to the NFL. I mean, it's a lot of more off coverage in college, you know, and he's got great instincts when it's zoned. But now they're more in your face, pressing you up. you got to release. They're longer, faster. So... But he's done really well. He's very smart. Um, he can he can see the defense. He knows what to do. So now it's just giving him reps and reps and reps so he can have more and more confidence. The interviews and press conferences available at Jaguars.com. Now to the running game. Travis Etienne Jr. enters his third NFL season, his second on the field, and he's coming off an 1,100-yard-plus rushing season. But head coach Doug Peterson explained in a press conference this week how he can take it to the next level. Plus, we heard from Etienne himself, and then Jeff Lagerman and I discussed more on the Doug Peterson Show Thursday night. Welcome back. The Doug Peterson Show continues right now emphasize shoulder square you know um, anticipating where the hole could be and, and just trusting that and um, he's done an outstanding job he's bought into that he sees it we've been able to show it to him he's working on that in training camp right now and that's the next step for him it, listen it was it was his rookie year you know so there's a lot of things to you know you just don't hand the guy a ball and, and let him go let him go run I mean sometimes that happens but but uh, you know, there's there's that skill and ability to anticipate a hole. You know, we always talk about you know speed to or speed through the hole, not to the hole type thing. And um, he's really embraced that this this training camp, and and um, that to me is the next step for him. That's head coach Doug Peterson on Travis Etienne Jr. And welcome back to the Doug Peterson Show on the Jaguars Radio Network. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman. I had a chance earlier this week to catch up with Travis Etienne Jr. It's his third NFL season, his second on the field. Remember, his rookie year was wiped out in the preseason with a foot injury. He missed the entire year. Came back last year with over 1,100 yards. And Travis Etienne is ready for much more this time around. Understanding what it felt like to be so close, uh, get the Super Bowl or just being in the playoffs, just as a young team, being there and just feeling that hunger. Uh, we just want to get there again, and we know that it's no substitution for hard work, and we know that to get there, we have to, it's days like this is going to help us uh, prepare us for it. And so, like, that's why you see the intensity. That's why you see everybody just going full speed and just doing things the right way. And uh, 
Fight doesn't want to help us. You know, we've heard a lot about the fast starts or lack thereof last season, early in the season, right? You know, uh, even later in the season, comeback wins and all that. But if this team starts fast early in games, gets that lead going, uh, then things can, can turn out a whole lot better. How do you improve that? How do you improve fast starts? Does it start out here in some way? Uh, yes, sir, most definitely. But I also think it just start with the familiarity of the playbook. Everybody, this is everybody's second year in this uh, scheme. So we know more. Uh, we know what to expect. Uh, we've done it millions of times now. We, we, we're out there and we know what to do. We're not out there just playing in the scheme for the first time, trying to get things on tape. We already have tape. We know what uh, everybody's going to bring to the table. And we also added Calvin Ridley. So I feel like uh, just us going out there and being ourselves is uh, going to help us start fast. How different of a running back are you now than you were this time last year? Physically, mentally, the whole deal. Uh, I mean, uh, physically, I feel great. Uh, I feel like I felt great last year physically. I would just say, well, I mean, my biggest leap is just mentally. Uh, and just uh, understanding the little details of my position. Uh, just like me getting my shoulder square, just how much that means. And uh, just how much that means to our offense and like just to a linebacker. Like he can't dictate where I'm going to go or he can't get an early guess on where I'm going to go. So kind of just playing cat and mouse with the linebacker and getting my shoulder square. So I feel like uh, mentally I took a huge step and it's uh, going to prepare me for this season. All right, Tank Bigsby comes in here. There's a lot of guys who've been around the league as well in this running back room, but uh, take us through Tank so far. How, how do you guys get along? How's the progression for the rookie? Uh, I mean, I love Tank. Uh, I love him. I mean, I feel like he's just always asking questions, and that's what, uh, it's really good because a guy like that, he, he pushes you to be better. Uh, if he's always asking questions, uh, he always has my mind wondering, my mind searching for things, so in order, so I, I can be the best role model for him. And uh, I love that. And he's hungry. He's, he's, he got that fire about him. And that's what I love. And that's what this running back needed in order to be, to just get to that next level. Uh, whenever I come out, 10 goes in, there's no drop off. And uh, I feel like that's what's going to just help us be the best team moving forward. You talked about the receivers, but you guys in the passing game too uh, is something that really wasn't utilized a lot last year, at least in, in your case. Could that be something you improve upon as this season goes along? In the receiving game, you know, all those guys are going to get attention running downfield. That leaves you open, right? Uh, yeah, most definitely. I feel like uh, we're going to continue to be in our spots. And uh, and I feel like uh, this year is going to be a lot better because Trevor uh, is his second year in Doug's system, so he's going to get to the check down a lot quicker this year. And uh, so just on the running back, just being in the spot and being ready to catch the ball whenever it comes our way. And I feel like that's all we can do is just be there. And when a quarterback needs to just catch the ball and just uh, get what we can. Are these the dog days of camp, or are we still a little early for the dog days yet? This is a long way until the first preseason game, right? Uh, this is definitely not the dog days. These are the, 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 the beautiful days right here. Uh, the dog days are soon to come, and uh, we just have to just can't take these days for granted because the dog days, like you said, they're dog days. And uh, those days you're going to have to fight and push through and just uh, just win the battle mentally because uh, physically you're going to be exhausted, but it's all about can you can you can you speak to your body? Can your mind control your body? Can you keep going? It's Travis Etienne Jr., Jaguars running back. Full conversation on the official Jaguars podcast network. Over 1,100 yards on the ground last year. Doug Peterson was was talking about some of that technique stuff in his press conference earlier this week, which was very really revealing. It really was. Yeah, when when you talk about Travis last year at the very beginning of the year, Doug used a couple descriptions there that I, I thought were spot on. I mean, I, I'm amazed at how well he describes it because he uses the term speed through the hole, not to the hole. And we saw at times last year when Travis was just kind of getting his feet wet 
where he would be in a hurry to hit the hole. Okay. And a lot of times he was in such a hurry, he didn't have the patience to allow the hole to develop, or he didn't have his shoulder square to where he saw where the hole was. And so, so then to that point, like shoulder square to, to the line of scrimmage. Parallel with the line of scrimmage. Yeah, right? to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Because what that enables a running back to do is it allows them to have the vision to see where the options are. If you're facing the sideline, you can't see to the left or behind you. And, well, right. and right. it not only gives you the ability to see the options, what Travis alluded to, it keeps the linebackers and people that have the vision on him, they're not sure where he's going. If Travis turns his shoulders to the way he's running, the linebackers are going, okay, I know where he's going. But Travis can actually run in that direction with his shoulders still square to the line of scrimmage, and it shows that he's still a threat to plant his foot and come back and, and go in a different direction. So that the shoulder square accomplishes two things. It allows Travis or any running back to have the vision to find the hole, but then it also keeps the defenders a little unsure of where he's committing to, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the speed through the hole. Okay, allow yourself a little patience, and then once you see the hole, that's when you want to have the speed is going through the hole, but not necessarily to the hole because the holes are constantly changing. Travis at times was a little impatient at the beginning of, of last year because he was in such a hurry to go. A lot of times he was out of control or he would – not see the opening of where the hole truly opened up at. Or try to bounce it out a little too early and, and didn't have the patience. Try to hit a home run. Again, right. impatience. Yeah. And that's speed through the hole, not to the hole. And it's a it was a great description there by Duggan. And and what I love also, a coach's job is to get through to the players, to teach the players. Did we not just hear the same speak from Doug that Travis is using. That's right. Okay, that means that the messaging is getting home. That's right. And that the coaches, their messages are heard. And that's what's impressive is that week in and week out with Doug, his messaging gets home. The Doug Peterson Show airs Thursdays at 5 o'clock on the Jaguars Radio Network. If you're a Jags fan who's always on the move, we've got the perfect plan for you. With our bundle at the bank, you can purchase tickets to three or more games starting at just $58 per game. Get the flexibility you want for your time this fall. Visit jaguars.com slash tickets or call 904-633-2000. In a moment, offensive coordinator Press Taylor explains what goes on in the trenches when the pads go on. Plus, Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker on how they're working to improve the Jags pass rush. All that after this. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Welcome back to the Jaguars Broadcast Weekend Review Podcast presented by TIAA Bank. And the start of the NFL season is just around the corner and we can't wait for you to be back at the bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars are taking on our neighbors to the south, way south, the Miami Dolphins in a preseason matchup Saturday, August 26th. Lock in your seats now. Call 904-633-2000 or visit us online at jaguars.com slash tickets. Offensive coordinator Press Taylor met the media again this week, just before the pads went on for the first time, and I asked him how different it gets for the offensive line, especially rookie right tackle Anton Harrison. It's definitely going to be a step up. You know, playing week one in shorts and t-shirt is is really not what the linemen envision football being like. Um, But you, you certainly get a feel for targeting, for just their understanding of what we're asking them to do. But now when the physicality becomes real, you want to see kind of who, who steps up, who rises to that challenge. Does their technique kind of go out the window because now it's a little bit more physical? But kind of each week through this preseason, everything ramps up each week, you know, until you eventually line up across from somebody else. But then the difference from preseason to week one is a huge step as well. So there's just going to be a continued growth, especially with these young guys. Has Harrison done everything as expected so far up to this point? He has. And the biggest thing expected of him is he gets better every single day. You know, you want to continue to push him, continue to see that growth. Just keep coming. You know, we, we don't expect him to be where he is. We don't expect today where he's going to be week one. You know, we want to see a lot of growth from that time. And so far, we've seen that day to day with him. The Jaguars had two padded practices this past week, and they'll have three straight on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. What could be the most intense days of camp altogether? Let's move to the defense now, starting with Jags third-year cornerback Tyson Campbell, who met the media this week, and he has plenty to prove this season. I just want to show, you know, I'm a, a great football player. You know, that's, that's it. Um, and prove to myself, you know, that I'm, I could be the best corner in, in the NFL. So that's the mindset you got to have at DV, and I just want to win. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to win, and that, that's the mindset, like, be relentless. I'm sorry, where are you better now, maybe coming into last season? What are you? Um, I'm definitely better, like, as far as, like, my IQ is smarter, the game's slowing down. My second year in this defense, so knowing the defense like the back of my head, I'm able to disguise stuff, um, play stuff how I really want to, so. Do you expect to shadow and follow number one receivers all year? Oh, yeah, but I'm just going with the game plan, whatever coach need me to do, I'll be able to do it. Do you embrace that? Do you want yeah, that? Yeah, I embrace that. Um, you know, as a corner, you know, you live for moments like that to be able to, to shut down number one receivers on teams and uh, take a guy out of the game. Do you do anything different this offseason? I know you're talking about your, your IQ has gone up, obviously, another year in the NFL, but what did you do this offseason to sort of better your game? Um, you look back. When the season's over, you look back on how the season went, what you could have did better, um, and, and you try to improve on that. Um, learn not to make the same, same mistakes twice. Um, work on different techniques. And, uh, and then physical-wise, you know, get, get your technique better, get in better shape, get your speed up, get your strength up, and um, work on your body so you can play um, in, in late January and February. I caught up with second-year linebacker Devin Lloyd after practice this week. He missed his rookie training camp until the very end entering last season, and the fact that he's actually participating in camp this year is a step in the right direction. Uh, Just a blessing. Uh, Not having this opportunity last year definitely makes me even that much more grateful. I just remember after the conditioning test, when I crossed the line on the last one, I was like, hallelujah, like, let's go. Um, but really just grateful to be out here and to get better and to have my health and strength. So 
we all know your rookie season, the, from training camp through the regular season, the way things went. How did you grow from, from last year, maybe physically, certainly mentally as well? Yes, yes. Really just understanding what it takes to play at the NFL level. Um, I think the college level and the NFL level are obviously two completely different beasts. So you have to learn the NFL game because the NFL game is different than the college game. You, I mean, just the timing of things, the, the scheme, and you have to learn a lot, you know, on your own too as well. You know, I mean, not to say that I didn't do my fair share of, um, you know, research on, you know, how to, how to be where I want to be. But, you know, there's a lot coming at you from all different angles rookie year, and there's so much you got to take in. I think now the biggest thing was not having to worry about so much coming at me and just really getting the most out of every day. I think I read somewhere that you listened to a lot of the noise outside too last year. What did you take from that? Maybe not to listen to it anymore, right? Yeah, I mean, you always see it, you know, um, but the thing is you have to be mature enough to handle it, and that's the thing. And I, I think that's also a huge area of growth for me is, um, you know, just being mature and understanding that, you know, everybody is going to have their own opinion. and. You know, you got to listen to the ones that have your best interests and the ones that are saying, you know, stuff out of uh, out of love. Really, there's a lot of people who say stuff out of, you know, emotion and, you know, they might not know what they're talking about. But you really have to listen to the people who have your, your best interests. And even then, you can sometimes still not listen to it. So it really just depends. But um, main thing is just, you know, being mature enough to handle whatever you see. Outside linebacker Josh Allen talked about how the defense is coming together so far. I mean, we good. I think, uh, you know, once you get the call now, it's, you know, you know, you know your responsibility. See the formation, go line up and play fast. I think we're at that point now. There's a couple nuances in the defense, but other than that, it's line up, play fast. How much does it help that you kind of know what he wants to do and he knows what your strengths are on yeah. the field? I mean, it's huge. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, big points of emphasis was the was the pass rush. I think this year, you know, we're putting a bigger emphasis on, you know, putting us in a position to get in those positions to pass rush. You know, early that early in the down. So, I think we'd be able to capitalize off those plays early, especially in camp. Once the season stump, when the season comes, we can start feeling comfortable calling them, and that's what we want. Uh, there's a lot of new calls that I really like. You know, I want to see them every week because uh, I think they'll really work for us. But in order to do that, we have to be successful out here running them. So, you know, that's how really the new calls, the new plays that benefits us. Let's let's take it up a little notch. I know you talked about Caleb What do you see out of him? What do you expect out of him? I mean, I'm seeing Caleb Vaughn be a leader on this defense. I'm seeing him take a lot of the young guys. Since I wasn't here, really, in OTAs, you know, he's a guy that the young guys, the rookies go to. You know, they need questions. And for him to get all that knowledge back to get, because Caleb is a really smart player. You know what I mean? Like, he knows the defense in and out. He tries to cheat himself. He put himself in a better position to be successful. Uh, so, you know, he is a guy that you can talk to about formations. And how would you align right here? You know, I see it a little bit different. Tell me what you see. Uh, so he's really smart. And uh, I just think playing a little bit faster, being comfortable, working his moves, going throughout the whole process of get off steps, knowing who you're going against in one of your rushes. As in one-on-one, -on -one, he had a good rush on Cam today. Uh, that was a thought-out plan, and he executed it really well. He continues to grow on that. He'll have a lot of good opportunities. Following up on that, Trayvon, everybody expects him to take this big, huge jump. What do you expect, and what do you ex expect to see from him You know, early on? I mean, 
you know, my expectations for Trayvon is to to dominate. Um, you know, it's not up to me if how I expect him to be. It's what he expects from himself. And the conversations that we do have is he's he expects him to be Trayvon Walker. And so whatever he tells me, that's my expectation for him, and I'm gonna hold him to that, just like I do, just like he does with me. So uh, I expect him to dominate and uh, to really show up and show out from beginning to the end. And finally, I had a visit with Jaguars second-year outside linebacker Trayvon Walker late this week. He's looking ahead to those intense practices of Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Uh, the intensity coming up in this next week is just going to be more of a mental thing, you know what I'm saying? We came in, worked our way towards the pass, and next week we're going to go three days back-to-back. So, you know what I'm saying, just got to come in, having a mindset of already, you know, it's going, to be a, it's going to be a tough fight this week, but you know what I'm saying, I got to continue to fight through whatever the adversity is, the heat. Uh, anything like that, body fatigue, just got to keep fighting through it and remember the goal at the end of the day. How different is um, the feeling for you this time around this year as opposed to last year coming in, a full off season, getting ready for the draft, everything that went into last year, a lot of distractions off the field, right, going into training camp. This year, you're just focusing on your role, right? Yeah, most definitely. I just, like you just said, definitely focus on my, on my role. Now I'm not trying to figure out the playbook, the scheme of things, now I know how the defense operates, and I'm just trying to work on some things that I needed to work on from last year and putting it together in the team atmosphere. Hopefully, and so far, it's a lot of the things are coming together how I wanted to, and you know what I'm saying, looking forward to the season. What are some of those things? What What did you look at, looking at tape last year, and, and what did you really focus on to, to improve? You know what I'm saying, just switching it up. I know I do a lot of speed, power, you know what I'm saying, hand accuracy, hand timing and steps of that nature, things just to keep the offensive alignment guessing just how the offensive alignment had me guessing last year with the changing up of that sets. Trayvon Walker with us. Um, as a whole, this pass rush unit, where do you guys stand right now? And how do you guys take that step as a group to, to get home a little bit more? I feel like we're definitely getting that chemistry together, how we, how us as a unit up front supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? Um, we sit down, have play card games, things like that, just to building that chemistry together so we'll know the communication amongst each other on the field, just in case we, you know what I'm saying? We got to have communication up front just to be able to get done what we want to get done and be on the same page with that. Left tackle situation, Cam Robinson getting a lot of his work with the second team, at least early in camp. So Walker Little stepped in there. He stepped in there great the last month of the season last year, got better as it went on. But Walker's just long and just a big human being, right? Walker, yeah, most definitely. That's who I've been getting a lot of reps against. Walker, he's one of those guys. He's definitely gotten better from last year as well, from coming into camp, from absorbing the power with things of that nature, patient with his hands. Uh, He's not so – he switches up his set every now and then. But one of the main things that he's doing right now that I'm – you know what I'm saying? Working on how he progressed from last year is his timing up his hands. He's trying to be very patient with his hands. So uh, I feel like Walker, he's taking great strides as well. All the press conferences and interviews at Jaguars.com, the official Jaguars podcast network, or the Jaguars YouTube channel. Subscribe to the official Jaguars podcast network on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your pods. And we love the feedback, of course, so leave us a comment and a five-star rating. The Jaguars practice inside Everbank Stadium Saturday, then they return to the Miller Electric Center Sunday and Monday. Three straight padded practices ahead for the Jags as they get set for the opening preseason game against the Dallas Cowboys next Saturday, August 12th. For more training camp information, visit jaguars.com slash training camp. Thanks for listening. I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll catch you next week on the Jaguars Broadcast Week in Review podcast presented by TIAA Bank.